If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Foy and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Gentlemen, boys and girls, gather round. Get your laptop, get your b- b- Bluetooth speaker, uh, hook your phone up to your car, and then listen to another episode of This Life with Bob Forrest and Dr. Drew That's... with our favorite guest, Shelly. Yes, oh, yes, Shelly Sprague, back by bite. Extreme demand. That's extreme a popular demand. demand but extreme oh. She should demand. have her own podcast, Thank Susan. You. Yeah, you yeah, should. Susan. Okay. Ooh. Come oh, on I, now. I just saw the light bulb go off over her head. Yeah, Be yeah, careful yeah. what you wish for. Uh, let and me, she comes prepared with her laptop. I in see the info. that. I was. I know a lot of scary stuff on there. But let me get a little yeah. business out of the way first. Remind everybody: Facebook.com, Doctor Drew, YouTube slash Doctor Drew. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Doctor Drew, and don't forget to subscribe to the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay, which I'm not very familiar with, and do listen when it hits, so you, we know you're there. Uh, we want to give the audience. Uh, more shows. We want to keep this thing coming. So remember, visit doctor.com and uh, check out the the contact list there to give us your emails. We're going to go for some emails today. And I have a series coming out, an ultimate, uh, what should we call it? Uh, uh, the history of opiates. The history of the opiates. In the world. I read the first part. You did the first one. We went, you went, so the first part was the prehistory and Neanderthals the and stuff. Yeah, right? I love it. So we're going, we're going all the way oh, to the I present. I can't wait. Yeah, right Are, now we're working on the Civil the War. Opium wars of China? We get into that. Gonna gonna You're going to go into all that. Don't you worry. That's my favorite stuff. That, we, we don't get deep into it. We just okay, talk about how the British bit. set it up right. and how it came over here and that kind of stuff. Uh, don't forget uh, a new podcast called Swole Patrol with Mike Cathwood. Uh, also, obviously, Bob and I in the, This Life. And we've got Weekly Infusion. We've got uh, Adam and Drew. Don't forget that one. Dr. Drew Podcast. Uh, get all that stuff at drdrew.com slash shows. And uh, hashtag you live. It's the other way to find everything. So, Shelly, welcome back. We're so pleased that you're here. I'm so happy to be here You had again. to come across town. So, yes. That was miserable. Oh, Are was, you as angry with was. the mayor as I am for the potholes and the non-functioning roads that we have in Los Angeles? They're uh, unbelievable, It's Bob. unbelievable. It, isn't it I something? live in Claremont, and it's wonderful. It, when you hit Orange County, the, it's like, oh. Be, yeah. People can build roads in this country? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. You go right out past the five. Yes. And then you, it's like... What like happened? Disneyland. Yes. It's like a whole new world. Yes. And we're I literally, I spent, I, to the, I'm going 12 miles an hour, mind yeah. you, but I'm yes. going around potholes the entire time. Yeah. This is Los Angeles. We what about, what about we don't all have the snow. tents everywhere? Well, that's the other thing I'm pissed about. That's the other thing I'm pissed about is, is it's disgusting that we allow. What, what did we, have we discussed the homeless? Yeah. We talk, it, you know, it, I just think that, uh, you know, Garcetti decided you're not going to brutalize the homeless. So now we have these homeless encampments all across Southern California. 48,000 people are homeless. We do nothing. Seems like more. Yeah, Yeah. but listen to this, though. This is my catchphrase. We keep calling it a homeless problem. Yeah, that's not the issue. That just means we don't have enough homes. I think we have enough homes. Right. We do. They want it to be. It's a mental health and addiction problem. But they insist on the. The LA Times ran a huge article about it. I saw it on Sunday. And it opened with, well, it's these young professionals driven up the price of houses. No, that has oh. nothing to do with it. They all have vouchers for housing. Yes. Yeah. But they're 
mentally ill. They don't yes. want to do it. They don't want to live indoors. Right. Have you ever that's been part on meth? Of the, that's pa- You've been on cocaine. Yeah. All right, so talk about it. Meth. That's what gave us our meth. Meth is big in the homeless community. Absolutely. And and the thing I want to say is, first, I miss Loveline. So if we could please get some kind of Loveline. Everybody tells me how much they miss Loveline. And I do, too, because it's such a part of my, Hmm. you know, upbringing. Hmm. Loved it. Love, love, lunch. So we need to get some like an hour of radio at night going something. again or something. It was so good. Thing. I know. <laughs> oh, it was so good. What love line was? So just think of the diversity of people that listen to. I know it was. It was, a, it was, was a, so just good. when it was the even it was when it was just bottle, the Sunday I night. I know when it was the Sunday night after Rodney. Yeah. right. Yes. It was after Rodney. Yeah, right. That's that way was back. like all LA was listening yeah. to everybody. That. Yeah, yeah. And everyone tells me. Oh, love like oh, I love that show. I used to listen to that show when I was coming back from the swing shift from working in rehab in in Monrovia, and Monrovia. I got yeah, I got off um, at eleven or something, yeah. And, yeah. and so I would listen to it all the way to West Hollywood, yeah. you know, where I lived at the time, and I loved how brilliant you were able to craft some solution-oriented issue right, these out pro- of crazy these, problems. D- these crazy, yeah. like, yeah. intense problems, but you, you were referring, you were dealing with them, you were f- facing their problems with them, and they were like, oh, somebody, like, has an answer to this. Yeah. Like, these well, guys are you. in I, their I, bedrooms. And the, other, the other thing we had that we, you and I have agreed, Bob, that we need now is co- it was a community. Yes. The gathering. And it was we don't fun. have that anymore. It was, it was really fun. fun. And then, you know, you always had the juxtaposition of the other guys that you worked with on the show mm-hmm. that were like the jokesters and like, you know, kind of keeping things like moving and, mm. and a little bit light, even though the material got really heavy yeah, sometimes. You know, but it, yeah. like but really everybody heavy. thinks of it only hosted by Adam, right? Yeah. Oh. But, but when I was on Moses, when Swedish Eagle was your partner and he wasn't funny. He wasn't no. funny. Poor man was trying to be funny back then. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. but he he was just drunk. But no. to me, <laughs> but to me, or you know, or he wasn't I don't drunk. Know. He was just himself. Just he was just That's whatever, stoned, a little stoned. <laughs> I know you Swedish were. Eagle. Bob was wasted. I was <laughs> wasted. How could you even utilize your own mind to remember <laughs> any of those? Because times Swedish with Eagle, accuracy. I just liked it best with Swedish Eagle. It was only like a year, right? That's right. I don't and remember it, you being there then. I yeah, I was there. I remember you back later in Burbank. And us, no, and no, when it was in past. I know, but I remember you in Burbank, and you kept running out and shooting up, and I was like, yeah, "We've yeah, got to yeah. get rid of this guy. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> we've got to get rid of this guy." This that was I was like, common, "How long are the breaks no, around that here?" That's the what I said. How long are the breaks? Back in the day, we got to get rid of this guy. Like that's the common theme. Theme. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a big Bob. thing. Oh, Bob's coming. Hide. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was everybody's take on Bob. And you want to know the funniest <laughs> cocaine take on that? Uh. So Frenchie, who's a great friend of ours, who's sober, doesn't mind you knowing that he dealt a little cocaine in his day. Mm-hmm. So for, I come to Frenchie's front door, and apparently this is what went on, on inside. And Gibby mm-hmm. and Martine were there. Yeah. And and Frenchie looked out his window and said, "Oh shit, it's Bob." And they had. A, they had like an eight ball, uh-huh. and they put it up and hid it in the kitchen cupboard. And right. then just when I came in, they acted like there was no drugs any. there. Yeah. And they, I yeah, knew there was. But you were like, but you were like a dog with a piece of meat <laughs> hanging out. You're like, you're like, you start sniffing around the kitchen. <laughs> just, 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, it, never worked. On, it never worked. No. But, yeah. but it What's was going always... On? Well, then so people started not letting him in. No, That's what they, started happening. Yeah, that was a couple years later. But then it's funny. <laughs> but this is funny. So Martine finally gives in because I'm just going to sit them out. Yeah, I know they're getting high. Yeah. If I stay here long enough, they're going to give in and start doing yeah, it. Yeah, so Martine exactly. goes to reach for the Coke and it was in a, a baggie. Yeah. And he ripped the baggie and the Coke fell down in the wall. And then we spent like hours trying to get the Coke out of the wall. And then didn't you guys end up going down the wall? Yeah. Opening the wall up? The wall is made of drywall, which looks very much like cocaine when you break it open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a big... You started sniffing the drywall. Yeah, well, combo drywall coke. No, we were smoking things back then, like the heavily smoking things. So you had the cat litter, you had the... The paint chips, and you had the drywall, and and then the cocaine. Well, but, I have. But we had a lot less cocaine than drywall. And Whoa. Shelley was around a lot of this. I don't know if you remember, but a friend of ours. I, I don't want to because when you easy. go to crack, when you say crack, people don't like their names mentioned. So anyway, oh, a rock say. musician who will remain nameless. Okay, good. Had idea. this great idea that since we always end up after like a day and a half looking on the carpet and looking on the ground, why don't we <laughs> throw some down there so we know there's some there? Okay. God, so we hysterical. took two huge things of crack and crushed it up into little pieces and threw it all around the living room oh, just is... to know that yeah. later there's the real stuff. These are the insane things <laughs> yeah. that people do now, listen, and, sitting and then, around an apartment right. with a cottage cheese ceiling. No, I, I understand that. And, and, and then people go, well, why don't people on meth want to be inside? I mean, yeah. they don't understand that people do crazy, 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 crazy. shit when they're on crazy. drugs. Crazy. Yeah. They don't understand like how, how the crazy. mind works. Yeah, so the there's twofold of the meth epidemic, and I'll just say what I've observed. Okay. The homeless population are on meth. Yes. A lot of them. Huge well, opiates, too. Huge opiates amount. Opiates and It's harder meth. to get a hold of. Meth, yeah. they can get for $3. Yep, you just stand at the right? you stand so at the freeway, cheap. and you get you get if you collect four dollars standing at the freeway, you have food for the day and meth for the day. Yeah, four dollars. But you don't yeah. need food if you have meth. I understand, but you can still you need food once in a while. But the well, point well, is, well. you you stand there for half an hour. You yeah. your meth day is, is set. Meth is big yes. in downtown around the missions. Meth is big and spice and weird oh, no. drugs uh, oh. uh, like that sell for three dollars, Drew. And and yeah, what I think about it too is that the mental illness in combination with the meth and the spice is causing Craziness. these people to actually be more have debilitated than they me- actually like, yeah. have it's been. It's sailing yeah. their mental illness yeah. symptoms yeah. through the roof right. with no way to actually rein them in, get them medicated, get them landed, That's right. and, and get and them no, housed. And no will on behalf of the people no. who drive by and step over them every day. And our government, who uh, thinks they, 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 they wanted to make it a housing problem, yes. they're out of their minds. This is disgusting. It it's, is it's, yeah. People should be ashamed of themselves that they allow this to happen. So now the other part of the meth problem is, and I don't think it's as big a problem as Shelley does, mm. I think it's keeping the opiate addicts alive on a certain level. Because I talked to mm-hmm. polysubstance abuse nowadays. Remember, what was polysubstance abuse at Los Angeles? Cocaine, cocaine alcohol. No, no, cocaine, cocaine, alcohol, pot. No, but but of the opiate addicts, oh. were, they would use cocaine Co- and yeah. alcohol. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So nowadays, it's, it's always meth. meth. Now it's meth. It's yeah, always yeah. meth. And the answer is twofold, I think. One is it's cheaper, mm-hmm. right? More last, accessible. Last More longer. easily accessed because it's everywhere. Easily transported. Right? Columbia. Versus Mexico. Oh, the meth coming from Colombia? No, Coke Mexico. comes from Colombia. Oh. But also, meth is produced here sometimes. Yeah. But not as much. Yeah. Remember, we, it, used to, we used to treat guys that were the cooks. Remember that? Yes. Do you remember this? I don't remember that. Oh, dude. There were a couple of them. 
they would take boats out to the past Catalina, cook for a week, and then explode the boat and sink it. Mm-hmm. And then come, really, yeah, you don't remember back. that? Bob's uh, like, really? I want to know well, that I cool guy. I only like the opium. <laughs> <laughs> well, that the one thing that that I'm I'm dealing with is that now that they're doing both together, there's a syndrome. That's happening where there's opiates and meth, opiates and meth, heroin and meth, or fentanyl and meth. Yeah, both. What's happening is that the cravings for meth come back so fast, overwhelm the cravings for opiates. Mm-hmm. That makes sense initially. That makes sense, and it goes through the roof. Then the the avoidance of the crash. I'm getting them in in detox. I can't contain them unless I can put them to sleep. If they have their mind going and they're awake, yeah. they're going to AWOL. And this, is, and, this is, and this is the combo AMA. of opiate withdrawal with, crack, with stimulant craving. With stimulant craving. That makes perfect sense. I can't yeah. get them landed yeah. fast enough with... Well, uh, let, me, let me remind you of one such case we everyone saw on Celebrity Rehab, Mr. Tom Sizemore. That's what that yeah, was. Yeah. And if you remember, I put mm-hmm. him to sleep for two days. That's what we have More than two days. Yes. More than two days. Yeah, so but I put I'm him to sleep for a while. Really you had struggling. To do that. Yeah. And I remember that. the TV production wasn't too happy because they Cause he wanted kept sleeping. him up. Yeah, because yeah. he was asleep <laughs> and they wanted him yeah, up, but we could have no, never no, no. contained him no, when no, he no, was no, awake. No. He, he caused enough trouble in two weeks. Yeah. We didn't need him a third week. No, not really. But the And then on top of this, okay, any predisposition for any kind of disorder. Mental illness. Yeah. Mental illness, depression, anxiety, thought any disorders. mood yeah. disorder, yeah. thought disorder, yeah. anything is completely exacerbated yeah. on the spot super quickly. Now I have people acting like schizophrenics. Mm-hmm. People don't know what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. The parents are completely confused. They're committing crimes. They're going. They're attracted to Skid Row. Mm-hmm. They, all they want to talk about in group is Skid Row and how great it is. Oh. I'm like, what? See? Even Crazy I world. wanted nothing to do what with is Skid wrong? Row. What is wrong? <laughs> I was as close as Shelly came to Skid Row. That's right. But, but I was what going is, back and forth. What is wrong with our but government? we weren't even on Skid Row. We were off Skid Row. I was on, I was on Bonnie Bray myself. Right, which was well, not are, Skid Row. <laughs> MacArthur Park was sort right. of Right, yeah. which was not Skid Row yeah, yeah. by a long shot. Yeah. yeah. Although, if you've been by MacArthur Park lately, it's sort of look like Skid Row. Is it? Well, that well, homeless thing and, and that, that – it's so sad. I, you know, because I have to drive the, my kids around this town and, the and LA explain Times. why there's tents. Because you, you live in Mount Washington, right? That's where Elvis lives. Yeah. Getting off here at Figueroa, yeah. there's tents. 300 homeless people yeah. just milling about. And not only that, the tents are there and then they have little city dumps. Yes. They have little dumps developing and rodents and insects and everything that goes with this that. This is my big problem. Yep. This is my big problem because, okay, so the homeless are attracting more people to go down there. To give them food. They're, they're giving yes, them. that ends up being rat food. Right. Yeah. Because. They don't need food. They don't need they food. They believe the ruse that they need food and they they're. help. No. They don't want food. They don't need food. There's so much food in LA. You could. I mean, there's so much food here. Yeah, it's I know. ridiculous. So you end up just creating a dump and a pile for rats and, a ro- and uh, insects. All right. So the the actual cravings for meth yeah. are so superseding the cravings for opiates. Well, to be fair, it's not the 
the stimulant craving. If anybody's ever been a nicotine addict, understands stimulant craving. It's a very mm-hmm. similar. I'm gonna craving have some phenomenon. nicotine gum right now. Right, Stimulant nicotine. is the this. worst craving. But okay. but opiate withdrawal people like to avoid that. So you got the craving and the withdrawal they want to avoid. So it's yes. avoidance with craving. With the craving, yeah. which causes this person to be relatively untreatable. Now, if you add in psychotic symptoms, oh yeah. I have. Why can't people just doing what I did to, the, to Mr. Tom's? Because it's a residential setting. Oh. Everybody's too scared. I don't know it takes why a lot to put no, people will not Shelley. use Zyprexa at every given moment. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah. just me. Or knock them out. You, I, that's I what had I mean. A schizo- I had a, a kid that was presenting as schizophrenic. After me being there for two hours, I figured out he smuggled meth in. Right. right. They were treating like he's a schizophrenic needs to be put in UCLA psych hospital. Yeah. I was like, no, we need to give him Zyprexa. some Ativan. Well, yeah. I wanted to give him Ativan. Well, that's, right, that's what whatever. I use. I, intramuscular, <laughs> intramuscular Ativan. Intramuscular okay. Provided right. they've been off the opiate long enough. Because that's right, all right. they would do at UCLA right. anyway. No, no. What would they do at UCLA? They'd give him Zyprexa. <laughs> they, observe they, them. Yeah, and observe them. Put them in a container. The kid yeah. thinking yeah. you're poisoning his food and you're working uh-huh. with the government uh-huh. and he's on the verge of violence and they're only going to give him Zyprexa. They, yeah, yeah. In the emergency room, they'd probably give him out of van. They might use Risperidol. They might use things like yes. that. They might use Ativan. But what about if he got violent in the response to come and get him? They're going to give him out. They're going to give him out of van. You guys, when he gets violent, that's going to be a police action. Yeah, no, it's gonna, not anymore. Yeah. They don't. They aren't even called. Good. There's so much they violence. The EMTs are dealing so with I it. Talk the EMTs about the, are dealing about with the it. the violence, you guys? Like, yeah. okay, I want violence this is this is what I want. Okay, I want all these police pursuits. I want drug test results it, while, I while the helicopters. Know, while the helicopters, are, I want are to marry them. the. You know that's all the meth, insane right? violence, that, that, but the, the, all meth. Yeah. Car chases. Yeah, I want bad. people to know what the, 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 the whole reason yeah. for this. Yes. Because this is insane. I agree. We are looking at a drug epidemic. Yep. And we are like publicizing it as if it's a car chase. Car, car chase, silly people, high real estate prices. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's our, that's like, our narrative. Like what are we talking uh, about? Uh, listen, I am 100% I mean, ready. I can't stand it anymore. If I see one more shirtless... Dude, you know that I, doesn't have any shoes on, tweaking, come out of one tweaking. of the tweaking with okay. coming out of one of these vehicles that they've been on a high anymore. speed. Yeah, I know they're always tweaking. They're always tweaking, like guys. How, does, do people not know that word anymore? You don't hear it that much anymore. No, like that, that's a pejorative word. That's a negative word. Listen, no, that's what it's like. That's a perfect description <laughs> yeah. of what being out of your mind on meth is. You're you not allowed like tweaking you're out of your mind. <laughs> it's pejorative to say addict now. Yeah, right? you can't say yeah. drug no, addict. That's so crazy. So, but I need you on KBC on the radio show that I do because because Los Angeles, we need to get to Los Angeles and San Francisco, and we have to. And and make them listen. I, I, I need, we'll do that. I I'll put you on drug, the phone. And we'll I would need drug results. Okay. I'm not because sure we're going to we get that. We need to marry yeah. these things, these events that are happening chronically yeah. every single day, yeah. with the real underlying reason yeah. to get people's attention. That like, if your kid is using meth, you need to do something Immediately. like pronto. Yeah. Yep. Right away. Yeah. Then I also want to know. Okay, here's the paranoia difference between a cocaine addict who's Who's been up? A meth addict who's been up and I a can, schizophrenic. I, well, the schizophrenic okay. can look like the meth addict; they get very close. But no, they don't. Well, hold on, let's go. So the cocaine addict. Here's the. It's usually it's, we're really talking smoking cocaine. Smoking when you smoke cocaine. cocaine, you are or shoot cocaine or shoot cocaine. You are by yourself. 
You have put foil on your windows, Mm -hmm. and when you look out the window, you are seeing uniformed uniformed officers. Cops. 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 SWAT. SWAT. Cops. But I've even heard Navy. Remember the gal, she passed away, um, uh, that I wrote Trust Fund Girl about? Don't remember. I used to smoke coke with her, and she always thought police officers were outside. Well, that's cocaine. Yeah. That's That's just cocaine. That's cocaine. So, all right. So then now meth. that's the psychosis. Meth is a much more pernicious, slow onset. You're putting poison in my Food, no, 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 no. Hold on. Me. Hold on. Very bizarre. It can be, it's usually really bizarre. Like, you know. Very bizarre. Yeah, like the but Russian But it's always mafia. family. Family, friends, neighbors, coworkers, coworkers, neighbors. Always. Yeah, always. No, always. They're in no, the and, rehabs and, now. It's the rehab. So hold and on. the rehabs, yeah. And, yeah. Anything and, that they're anything familiar with. Anything nearby. The rehabs, Very Drew, familiar. you got to understand. We have replaced families. They've been living with us okay. for eight right. years. So, so hold on. And, right? And That's a different subject. Hold on. Off hold and on, on for I, eight I, years. I have tons to say about okay. that. But, but the, so the, the meth psychosis slow to resolve. Take months sometimes. Very slow to resolve. Yeah, and and and, and bizarre. Is that all? It, usually two months, it's gone. And usually Six two months. weeks, a lot better. Well, okay, but but it's disruptive to relationships because it's all the people they're close to that right. they are paranoid about. Exactly, the, the, and why they're killing their family members. Yeah, absolutely. And Meth that's is the drug of violence. Why I want yep. that also to be brought to light yep. in all of these strange like. Husband murders wife yep. and child. Yep. This happened. This happened. Murdered the coworkers. What's going on? Okay. You'll love this. So What's I, going on? So I detoxed a 45-year-old lifetime meth addict yep. at my sober living in Beachwood by myself, just me and him, right? Yeah. With a doctor helping. Yeah. doctor helping. Yeah. <laughs> and he would sometimes – and this is not – Week two, this is month two. He would sure. come and knock on my door because I lived uh-huh. there too, and he would say, "Bob, I'm not on celebrity rehab right now, right? There's no television oh, yeah, yeah, cameras yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. You're not taking advantage of me. You're not embarrassing me, right? Right, 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 right. And I would say, "Dude, I love you. Come here. No, no, no. I would yeah. never do that to yeah. you. I wasn't telling him you're crazy for thinking that. Right. I just reassured yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And that was consistently the thing that he was on celebrity rehab. Right. Okay. Well, that's because insane. the familiarity between you well, and the cameras celebrity rehab, and blah blah blah. What hundred percent? Now. Schizophrenics, it's it's usually more subtle, more grandiose. Much more grandiose. I, I am, you know, I I'm, am I'm, I'm, Jesus. I'm Jesus. No, we can go all the way there, but it's all often. Hey, man, I got a record deal, yes. and I got, and they're just waiting yes. for me over here. And it's usually kind of even makes sense sometimes, but sometimes, unless you really yeah. listen to it, you're like, sometimes. oh no, 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 and it gets weirder and weirder and more grandiose. And what you miss is. And, oh, by the way, I'm on the street and I can't take care of myself. That, that just gets completely overlooked. Yeah, because yeah, the so, grandiosity is there. Yeah. And usually the paranoia is more government, more... It's more, it's more characteristic of schizophrenia. Yes. They're beaming thoughts into my right. head. The television uh, is chip. talking to me. I was there's a chip. Right. Right. That's right. That's right. There is an overdiagnosis of schizoid schizophrenia in drug addicts by yes. really... Not very good psychiatrists. Well, they they have. Is to, that a nice way of saying it? Well, he, he, <laughs> I, I think because nobody ever doctors don't ever see the arc of recovery anymore. They right. don't even wait to see what the diagnosis. Sometimes you can't tell, and you got to wait and see. You have and to they, wait and see. Yeah, if they clear and they have no history, and they're thirty-five and they've been smoking meth, it's Guess like what? okay, that's it's math. math. Yeah, it's math. So if it's eighteen and there's a family history, there of an you go. Uncle, yeah, then that there is a, a possibility. Yeah, yeah a real possibility. Well, yeah, they need to see this guy that I was hugging. He's now <laughs> going to work at Aloe. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Right. Everyone loves him. Yeah. He has a deep, rich experience and understanding and compassion for Alex. Oh, my gosh. It's like it's been a year and a half now. 
Right. And, and uh, what I keep screaming out, Shelly, also, people go, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do with all this addiction? Why can't we at least promote 12-step as a as a I'm bringing a it back. Free, a She's free. Bringing it back. If anybody can bring it back, she can bring it back. You understand? It's free and it works. Right. That's all I need. To, that's all you need to know. And so you just have to. When I was talking to um, one of the therapists yesterday, I said, you know, because she's been in the field now a little while, and she's like, why don't we do more twelve step stuff? Like, why, you know, why don't we talk about it more? And I said, well, one of the reasons is is that when you introduce it, you're gonna get a lot of feedback. And pushback. And pushback and a lot of factual stuff they're going to try to throw at you. And if you don't have the experience of what it is really, then you might get lost in that. Not only that. You have to be very strong when you present the information and and, and know what it is. And to be fair, part of what's missing is the community endorsement. By community, I mean nationwide endorsement. The reason we were able to do it in the hospital the three of us worked at is everybody had the same message. Go to right. the meetings. Show the meetings. up. You yeah. got to go. It's fine. But I, do I know you don't like it. Just show up. Insurance blah, blah, blah. companies are pushing 12-step sponsors Good. And, Good. and meetings. Yeah, I, so I noticed I that the last say, year like, or so. Last year or so, they want to see that back in the right. documentation. Well, I'm, saying, I'm saying we need to educate the public about this and make it a large... The government wants to do something. There's something nice and they free can they right. can do they right can there. Do. Right. Just get behind right. it. Endorse it. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that there are issues philosophically you may not like, but just get it. There, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Get in there. Yeah, it's a lot of like who cares, and you'll figure it out when you figure it out. Yeah, you'll figure out what you But but, uh, that's how I got sober. But there has to be what's going to happen if you don't. And right now, we don't have a lot of consequence stick and yeah, consequence yeah. Yeah. right it's true because we've decided we don't want to put drug addicts in jail mm. so we can't threaten to put them in jail that's how i w- got sober the judge said you're going to go to prison you go to a that worked for a lot of you guys i it, think it worked it worked a lot it I worked it really worked good and it doesn't exist time. anymore yeah. now i'm not sure we can afford that now anymore. but watch but right. now and this is about rehab in general shelly and i both work at rehabs that I push it. It's part of the thing. I share my experience, strength, and hope every time I talk. Mm-hmm. But it's not mandatory because you're cl- you won't have any clients. They'll go to the place who says it's not mandatory. Okay. I prefer mm-hmm. to say it's not mandatory and talk about it in in uh, uh, interesting yeah. ways and, and life sharing ways. Free. It's not free. Rehab costs money. No, no, twelve step is free. Yeah, but free, free, free. but they're never going to go to it. Well, the courts it, aren't going to send them to it. Well, to be fair, the parents the, don't believe in it, uh, right? Parents don't believe in it. The courts aren't going to send you to it. So rehab is the only place you're going to be introduced to it. Mm-hmm. And if rehabs don't introduce you to it, yeah. you're never going to be exposed to it's it. True. So, in, I'm very. But much I'm saying in, maybe the government or some. Maybe the facing addiction people or somebody Someone, to get behind anyone. a we, giant we, campaign yeah, to endorse to this. That. And we also, I think what we need to do is we need to be less afraid of what people are going to think about our recommendations. And I, I am like living proof with a hundred other people that have well over 15 to 25 years sober mm-hmm. That we're just as bad as any of these people that we're seeing, mm-hmm. and I am living proof. I think we have proof. some fundamentals they don't have. But what are the fundamentals? Let's sort it out. Let's figure it out. Let's. That let's you've put been self-supporting and taking care of yourself since you were sixteen years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was true. A- it's not the economy. 
You, you're, yeah. you're, when the last episode that we talked yeah, about, yeah. you blame the economy. I, I don't. So you blame I the know there's a lot, you gotta work hard. The dependency created by the parents. It's, the, the it's this yeah. whiny, snivelly <laughs> excuses for everybody. <laughs> there's no excuse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do, I do promote a certain level of self effacement. Like, you, you know, nobody, and wh- how I present it is that, listen, nobody's gonna care about your drug addiction. But other drug addicts, so you need or, to be or around help you. other yeah, help drug you addicts care right. about. because nobody cares that's that true. you that's have destroyed your life. That's true. Using crack other drug addicts will care. But you know who care? You know who care? They're bullshit codependent parents who cannot tolerate their child suffering. Right? Hang on. Facebook what? is asking us for something here. Okay. Hold on. They want us to answer questions. Oh, okay, let's is that answer what they want? questions. All right, but okay, Shelly, but you I said you had, a, mention... you had a whole thing about the family of rehab. Yes, the family of rehab and how we become the dysfunctional family. Yes, we are. And we become the dysfunctional family within the milieu. And then I become the principal or the, yeah. the school marm or the nun or whatever they want to put me in. And then <laughs> the shark. The shark. Like, no, it's not even that exciting now not because anymore. I'm in administrative yeah, yeah, so now yeah. i'm just like walking around with the you know yeah, like yeah. some badge or something they're like who is this person? sheriff we just want to stay away from her whatever yeah. that is but it's so you understand that that's how i conceptualized our our team at las Encinas. right a healthy family okay that, that's how and we, we all had that's I why think, i asked about tasha a few well, minutes ago i mean well, we, we, we all t- got along great we yes. all understood think, each other we i all, think at, at our place in malibu at her place in 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 Sunset and Sepulveda. I hate saying Bel Air. Oh, Sepulveda sorry. and Sunset. <laughs> I mean, is that the height of arrogance, Bel Air? It's all right. It's what it's know. called. That's it's a name. Called. I don't know. It is but, silly, but whatever. But, but so there are functional families there, right? Because Josh and Paul are there where they were when I was going by there all the time. The staff is great. The techs are great, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But but I, what I'm saying in the dysfunctional family, Drew, I'm talking about the family of rehab. Yeah. That will take somebody who just left Shelly's rehab yeah. yesterday because they didn't like it. And let it. them split. And oh, let yeah. them split. And yeah. then cause – And that's foster the split. splitting, foster mm-hmm. dysfunction, foster them running avoidance, foster Align with the client. The yeah, stuff. they're shitty. They don't know what oh. they're Oh, you can't that. do that. They do it all the time. All day. All day all long. All day. I've had clients walk out when I told them, mm-hmm. dude, you, no phone, no nothing. Yeah. You know, they did mm-hmm. egregious violation, yeah. right? Yeah. They say, fuck you, I'll just walk to Cliffside. So oh. And I'm like, yeah, Cliffside walk is Cliffside. walkable from my yeah. rehab. Or- Another rehab. And they'll accept them. Yes. They will not <laughs> say, well, what rehab did you do? If I start asking questions, they get really defended. Yeah. You know, because they're up to shenanigans. And and also other treatment centers, dare I say this? Recruit. Yeah. <laughs> recruit they from? actually recruit from. from? Yes. Drew, you don't know. This is why I'm outside. Drew, you don't <laughs> know. You're coming back in with us. Come on, You're going to get back into it with us. Can you just consult? It out? <laughs> yes, I can consult. But, okay. but it's still, it's... Uh, I, no. She's not coming back in anymore. Yeah. She was there when I was doing okay. it for so, all those years. All right. Um, but Dr. Juice, <laughs> no. Dr. Drew Centers of America. Here's a question. Uh, Here's a question. All right. Okay. Go. Bernadette. Hey, Bernadette. Hello. What she you want to know? Do you taper clients with buprenorphine no. or other comfort meds? Yes. Oh. Yes, Do you recommend I do. drug long... Let me finish the goddamn oh. question. See how it is. Do you recommend long-term 
buprenorphine. Norphine. Suboxone. suboxone. That's suboxone. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's oh, okay. Sex. It's the same thing. Shall yeah. you okay, explain it. that though, because I don't Go know. Shelly okay. will explain it and, mm. and give her answer. Okay, so. Let there, me, before you do, let me okay. just say. Okay, let's just that say. Just in this question, yes. in, embedded in that question, right. is the notion that opioid withdrawal is intolerable. I know. Did I ever, in all the years we were together, say, no, you did God, not. what are we going to do to get somebody <laughs> off heroin? I can't seem to get anybody off heroin. It never was an issue. It never Wait, was a problem. Everybody not, was off in okay, three to five days. Say and I thing. never wished I had tell, something more. Tell Bernadette right now, no one has ever died of heroin withdrawal. Well, you can have a, you can have a complication, have a heart attack, or like Jerry Garcia did or something. But the opioid withdrawal itself is manageable in good hands. It's three to five days. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's not that big a deal. It's unpleasant. It's like having the flu for three days. The industry standard (laughs) that we have to compete with is an easier, kinder, softer. We have to give medicine, Uh, right, as to taper, to smooth out the symptoms Mm -hmm. and make their stay tolerable. Okay, but then what happens is yes. they get down around... Almost pleasant. They tolerable, get, almost pleasant. But they get down around 8 <laughs> milligrams or 4 milligrams, they start having withdrawal. Craving. The doctor goes, just stay on this. Just stay on Some this. Some do, but not Some so much do. anymore. But here's but the thing. But what going, she's saying... That's going out of style. Oh, good. I gotta tell you. Oh, good. I gotta but tell that, you. But doctors, get back to the original okay, point. Don't step on Shelly. Get, yeah, right, get back to the original uh-huh. point, though. They are not suffering opiate withdrawals okay. because of Suboxone. Okay. So then the so meth craving is still there. Yeah. It never went away. Yeah. No, and it's, and and, it's and very And you can't high. use the Ativan with the Suboxone. You can't but do we're that. always now, – now this is what we're doing. And so this to, to Bernadette's question mm. is that we will use it very sparingly. Okay. I will never start somebody out of 24, mm-hmm. 16. Mm-hmm. No, they're coming in. They're going to taper very quickly because I need to observe them for three days after their last dose yeah, because that's when you. they're going to have withdrawal symptoms. And they vomit all over you and stuff like yes. that. Yes. So I need to keep them in residential to observe them afterwards. You have such a fun job. Oh, but, yeah. Here's a question. But, here's a guy from Math- a Matthew said his best friend died on Suboxone. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But l- let me ask you too. So often, i got a pretty de- good doctor, the, the, G- the, G- the okay. internal good. medicine doctor, right? Good. Even if you're on 24, yeah. she'll just start you at 8 and see yeah. what happens. Exactly. She doesn't titrate from 24 down like these other assholes. No, because the, the real withdrawal all starts. All you need is 8. Yeah, the yes. withdrawal starts below 8. That's where the real withdrawal exactly. starts. Exactly. Yeah, so, so if somebody comes in and they say they're nonsense. on 24 milligrams, everybody goes, no. oh my God, oh my God. No, just kick them you down. You just give them 8 yeah. upon admission yeah. and see what happens, like Shelly said, for two or three days. Yeah, the real withdrawal kicks in later. At, exactly. At 4. So there's, yeah, so it's 4, yeah. 2, yeah. There's nothing to there's nothing to worry about under those circumstances. Good. Well, you got Good seven note. million Americans on maintenance, so there's obviously something to worry about. Can I do another <laughs> question? Yes, please. Okay, what is this is from Sarah? What exactly is it about twelve steps that's so helpful? I'm genuinely interested to know. I've been alcohol free fourteen months and I'm thriving, but I but keep hearing from Doctor Drew that I still need to do twelve steps. Well, there's 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 several people. Well, one one thing is the. The support of a fellowship, you need that. You need to see the disease in all its manifestations. You need to be reminded of the spectrum of what can happen. But most importantly, the the 12-step is a guided relationship in an intimate encounter with somebody who struggles with the same condition. And that changes how you regulate your emotions. And unless you change how you regulate your emotions, 
your alcoholism is still at risk. Whatever caused you to drink in the first place is still there and you may drive you back. In addition to now you've got the disease active that's driving you back as well. Now, if you're in therapy or something, okay. I mean, that's probably okay. But you need but that's a little too. bit of it's a just, different relationship. It's a I've different studied relationship. the ones that have gotten sober uh, in therapy, right? Yeah. They have gregarious workplaces. Mm-hmm. They have large families. They have others. They that, have great relationships yes, with right. their parents. There is a whole... Most addicts, it says, I believe Shelly and I suffer from a disease of isolation and loneliness. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So, That's true. So, so you need people. And yep. dysfunctional right. families and alcoholic family systems don't give that. That's right. Absolutely, so 100%. you're going to have to go outside. Yes. And when you get sober, all you, all those people, and I believe most of my friends who were using mm-hmm. when I got sober are my dear friends, and they mm-hmm. do love me. But I couldn't hang out with them. Yes. I couldn't get my soul fed by them because right. there was this complete disconnect. Yes, you need, well, you so you need people. Well, much to give at that and, point. And you, you spoke to this very vividly You got sober before time. me, didn't you? Or yeah. after me? Before me. If you listen to Shelly's last appearance, what's her name, Susan? I'm sorry? The woman who's asking the question, what Hold is her on, name? Let me scroll up. Well, Shelly's last appearance, Shelly spoke vividly about the relationship Ivy. elements in Ivy. The, Ivy. Sarah <laughs> Ivy. Oh, Sarah Ivy. The, the relationship Ivy. elements in, in recovery are extremely important. Even friendships. Maureen, and, still and you to really me. Learn. Maureen. Yeah, Maureen. And, yeah. You know, this you woman still... was like the real sister I never had, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She confided in me all the things that brothers and sisters confide in Mm -hmm. like and when elijah ran away when my oldest son ran away at 15 the first to 14 the first time he ran to her house and then she called Mm -hmm. me she goes are you missing elijah right now i was like (laughs) you missing a kid (laughs) and she goes i don't want to you know snitch him out but he's over here (laughs) and i was like i said okay just keep him there and then i had dh who lived in the same building Mm -hmm. another 12-step guy go over and get him and say hey what's going on then take him out to eat and get him back home it's a real community community. people there are no communities in america anymore there are they're just not they're they're not conducive to what we need they're, they they are, are and, and they're not they very intimate. I believe people are living in echo chambers in isolation at a laptop. As that, that as that uh, bowling alone book said, you know the, the clubs and a, 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 a sort of organizations are waning dramatically in this country. We don't have that kind of thing. But we got to take a little break. All right, we'll be right back. Bam. Friends at Bergamot are back. It's, a, of course, a brand that's made an impact on us here. It makes a variety of supplements. It could, they use the extract of the bergamot citrus fruit. It's full of polyphenols. It's a supplement that acts as a natural statin and may improve a number of cardiovascular conditions and fatty liver disease, as well as potentially high blood pressure and other things associated with the metabolic syndrome. Now the makers are bringing you a formulation called Bergamot Sport that provides all the same cardiovascular benefits, but with some additives designed to aid athletes and those with an active lifestyle. Bergamot Sport may help improve stamina as well as reduce recovery time and muscle inflammation. In an ongoing study, professional soccer players were asked to use Bergamot Sport, and the documented improvements have been impressive. I use the product. First Lady of Love uses the product, the Bergamot Femme. Physicians and cardiologists around the world are recommending it. For a limited time, our listeners can save 10% on their order by entering the code DRDREW at checkout. That's Dr. Drew at checkout, all one word. To try Bergamot Sport for yourself, visit bergamet.com. That is B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T.com, or also you can click on the Bergamet banner at drdrew.com. Be sure to talk to your physician before you use any Bergamet products. In fact, before you use any product or supplement, be sure to talk to your doctor. Okay, we're back. We're uh, back. Do I need to remind everybody about this? Or Yes, our friends at Bergamet Sport. That's right, Bergamet is back. 
Uh, Hydrolite is here as well. I don't forget those guys. That the well, keep, 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 I'm hoping to get sick so you can because use I have super good health insurance now, Shelly. It started February 1st. <laughs> oh, I, get, I get premium. I get limo drives yeah, me like, to the hospital. What do you have? I don't think so. You get, uh-huh. you the truth what do you have? Road. And I'll tell you if you really have a limo service. Okay. I have the cream, the top, top blue shield. <laughs> Guys are almost killed me because they misdiagnosed an ectopic pregnancy. Wow. What? See? <laughs> well, you were all, this you was were... years ago. This was years and years ago. You were ago. also misdiagnosed as what? When you're I've been misdiagnosed. So schizophrenia. Many. Schizophrenia, right? Oh, no, not schizophrenia. <laughs> That's a bum. Like, oh, Mania. Rumors get Mania. <laughs> what were you, what were you diagnosed rumors. as when you were actually having Xanax withdrawal? Um... Bipolar 2. Yeah. 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 Bipolar 2. Well, I mean, I got to tell, I mean, I got to say, it wasn't the picture of mental health. Was a picture of mental I mean, health. What she's really? saying is she she was complicated. I was yeah, very uh, complicated. Yeah, she, she I was not issues. doing well. I, was, uh, I had a lot of symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't great. Where where were you at that point? That Xanax thing. Um. Well, you were in Ingleside was, by I some was chance. Very, were you? No. 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 Yeah. Okay. No, I was at Thalians. Oh wow! Oh, that was a pretty good place except for the toilets. Yeah, it wasn't. Bad. I was in there a couple times for the yeah. toilets and Thalians. Well, the bathrooms, it's the cedars, so cedars. I mean, they used to have a great outpatient mental health clinic. Yes, they I did. mean, they really yes, did. They did, and that's what I think that was the really key to me getting involved with like the the mental illness mm-hmm. and like sorting all of that stuff out. Is that they enrolled me in that program that was so great? It was like a sliding scale. You saw you know people regularly and they they really cared and i think that, that even though i had to, yeah it was in the building but, but it's always with mental health treatment mm-hmm. the, the one you know of, it's gone now what she's yes. saying saved her is gone but let me tell you let me tell you something that that there's all this psychological and psychiatric research out there about differing techniques of intervention for mm-hmm. psychotherapeutics or whether it's DBT or you know, CBT or whatever it is. I'm and, all down with seeking safety right now. Okay. Well, it turns out what whatever technique you use, it has minimal impact mm-hmm. as compared to the therapists themselves. In other words- right. the, Who it is. And their empathic style, their of ability course. to connect. So, sure. so your ability to be empathic- mm-hmm is vastly more important than what technique you're using to treat somebody. I know. So my point's going to be that isn't it amazing how, and, and it doesn't shouldn't amaze us, but isn't it interesting how much the quality of any given treatment program is really, strictly speaking, dependent on the quality of the staff. Thalians yes. had a great staff for about 15 years. They did. Yeah, and maybe 10 years. They were really good for a while there. Good nurses. And just people that gave a shit and knew what they mm-hmm. were doing. It's mm-hmm. about all it boils down to. Well, here, right. I don't know, because none of yeah. us have been in that situation for years. I was in Thalians twice on a hold. I was at CPC Westwood on 10-day hold. The nurses were so great and funny, and they interacted yes. with you, mm-hmm. and they... I just why remember do you think, the nurses. Why do you think right? Sasha was such a key but part of I our team? I don't think there's nurses like that anymore in They're those hard to places. Find. They're harder to find. We used to have a whole ton of them at Los Encinas. It used to be mostly that was there. I used to hang out and just BS with them because they were so interesting. They were interesting people. Well, I have to start utilizing um, people who are more uh, medical savvy now in the in my detox unit. Because For nursing, you mean, or, or? just... Just in Everybody. general, as techs, like yeah. they need to be more savvy with uh, medical stuff, mm-hmm. and I need I need medical assistants mm-hmm. that are techs. I need mental health workers that they used to have at Los Encinas mm-hmm. who knew how to do vitals and knew how to de-escalate. You know, one good people. nurse would do your a trick. Y- 
Yeah, I have a great that. nurse. Okay, I have one great nurse, yeah. but I have three shifts. One shift. Oh, okay. One oh, shift. So, oh, yeah, I got three shifts. So, I really need people to learn de-escalation yeah. techniques. And I don't know if you – I don't know how you can teach a lot of de-escalation well, I'm stuff. I'm just thinking about that. Really, you were there. Yeah. We you only, used to take those classes. Did we only remember? have two yes. shifts? No, we had three. three. Sasha and Grace. No. Who was the third one? Uh, overnight. Overnight. overnight people. Yeah. Who were they? You never met them. I know. Because uh, you never saw them. Were they good? Uh, uh, we had some issues. Well, <laughs> we, had some uh, issues. we had some major issues because I only they were remember asleep. two nurses. <laughs> Well, Sasha and Grace were our key. You know, they were right. Our key and so you people. have the great nurses. So somebody during came on at eleven o'clock at night till seven. seven in the morning. And sometimes uh, they were good. And sometimes yeah. they were not. Yes, so. exactly. And that's the problem. But staying awake is really important. Yes, it I is find. Important. Oh, the text is. I find it's very yeah. important. It was to stay the text awake. that were really the problem. You know, they've yes. come up with this thing, Drew, where the, uh, you have to the text. Like Aloe, uh, I don't probably your thing too. They have to go around and to this computer chip every hour so that you know they're actually. Up and walking. Mm. Do you know that? No, it's interesting. Do you have that? No, what we have... It's on their badge and they have to go to that room and check that room. Good. No, that's great. I think that's great. Um, It only costs like 3,600 bucks. What we have is... I will look into that for for the next rehab, but um, what we have is we have cameras. Oh. So... Can you look at them from home on your phone? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Shelly would be looking... Yeah, Watch so they know. Everybody. So they know that I can see the text and what they're doing any hour, and I can talk to them oh, if wow. I see fit through your phone. Yeah. Big brother, you are the queen. So it'd be cool. Just so random reinforcement is, you would just drop in once in a while and start talking. Right. Hey, how's it going hey. there? Yeah, you don't have to drive there like we used to have to. You just exactly. go, hey, what's going on? Oh, that's awesome. Exactly. So you can. You God, can. I'm take surprised a look. you remember all that. For me, it's like oh, I was supposed to getting up and doing it. I remember it. Oh no, when it's when, a nightmare. When what's her oh, name? It's such a when uh, Linda Parks took over, mm-hmm. she insisted that we go like once a yes. month to the unit yeah. at two o'clock in the morning right. or three o'clock in the morning. I was Just like, to... "The fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> so you get paid the big bucks for? Come on. Do you know the story yeah. when Shelly caught me? So once I became exempt, exempt meaning I didn't have to clock, clock in, in and, and out. out oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would check in with her because she's yeah. the best and yeah. Louisha and Sasha yeah. at like nine yeah. via text at a nine. lot of times. No, PM. There was AM. A, oh, AM. And then I would come because I did... You knew to text back I, then? I did text. And I, blackberries. And I we had did... Blackberries then. And I <laughs> did only the I two o'clock <laughs> group. So I would come in like at 10 in the beginning sometimes when I knew Blum was coming I would be there when Blum got there mm-hmm. right but then I got started getting there even later later like 11 later. and I pulled in one time and Shelly was walking from somewhere with her clipboard and she yeah. goes are you just getting here right now and I was like no I went to eat yeah I went to eat <laughs> no Shelly didn't need a camera no. she saw me driving in like where the f- are where you just getting you here been? now at 11 a.m. <laughs> what <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> uh, must be nice. But I was there most every time with Barry. Most yeah. every time. Uh, Barry Bob. was great. I learned I so much from hear him. This. You learned what? I learned so much from Barry. I know, right? But God, I stayed till so I stayed till. Okay, eight. read an email. Okay, okay another let's email. Do yeah, that. we got emails here too. And, oh, so, yeah. and they want to know if the, what kind of underwear the president wears now. The, the president. The questions are are going down. Tidy white. Okay, let, let, me, let me do something here. Here you go. <laughs> 
Could you elaborate? Here's something to talk about. More on the difference between people who are opiate dependent versus opiate addicted. Mm -hmm. We sort of made that distinction. No, I've been talking about that. I talked about it yesterday. And there's probably a Venn diagram. There's millions. There is millions of people that don't have the drug addict. Full blown. Full blown. Trauma history. They have intact family. Oh, my God. Did you see the doctor writing writing a defense of what Tom Petty was given? Saying literally in this article says, let's face it. Drugs don't cause drug addiction. Trauma does. Ah! And it was like, oh my god! Oh. But he had, he, he, he had, but he had up. self-admitted drug addiction. I, 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 but drug, the drugs themselves are nothing to do with the drug addiction. Oh my! Those aren't the problem. It's oh, the trauma yeah. that motivates the overuse of the drugs. <sighs> yeah, yeah. This a doctor <laughs> wrote a long disquisition. All these people are like, oh yes, yes, well, this guy's in love. Oh yes, right? he knows what he's talking about. And she runs a gigantic <laughs> series of drug treatment centers in the in the east, big ones. So, anyways, we can talk about what I've seen. I've seen a lot of kids that I don't know that they're real drug addicts, but they right. certainly they start look to like take on the yeah. personality of a drug addict. Yeah. But when you look, take their history, parents are married still, no sexual abuse, no physical abuse. So, so then this gets into a, uh, what are you looking for? Well, boundaryless enmeshment. Mm-hmm. Are these trauma? Yeah, signifiers. those are kind of trauma issues, but but they love it. They they. I have so many clients. I don't know. They'll tell you their parents are their best friend. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, wrong. My, my parents are very supportive. I'm like supportive of what, what? exactly? Because you're a loser. What yeah, are they you know, supportive? What are they supportive of? of? They made you dependent, and that's that's a certain kind of trauma. It is a certain kind of trauma, mm-hmm. and and I think that also one thing that I've noticed in, in the practice lately is that there's so much covert trauma. Mm-hmm. There's so much covert stuff well, going on. The dependencies are all covert stuff. It's yeah. all so yeah. covert. Yeah. So the Describe overt what you mean isn't by that. there. What do you mean by covert? The covert is the underlying parental position. So in other words, like covert sexual abuse would be. The, I'm a sex addict. Well, I'm a sex addict, but my husband's gone for some reason. Right. And you're now my little man. Right. You're the man at the house. You're my right. little man. You're it's, get, yeah, it's a it's, grooming. It's a covert grooming. It's a covert. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like the surrogate spouse. Yeah, surrogate spouse surrogate, is covert sexual Yeah, so, so it's the, the surrogate spouse or the surrogate... You know, um, best friend. friend or yeah. um, it's the surrogate parent, and it these covert but they don't actions. Seem to, it, they don't seem to have discomfort from it or reject that when you're well, they abused, don't recognize neglected, it. You're, you when, and realize that you were abused and neglected. You get angry. About yeah, yeah. It. It's harder. When but the covert angry. stuff isn't yeah. that They're way. They're not angry. It the covert stuff is coming from the parental dysfunction, unconscious underneath yeah. their own consciousness. That's right. So they you don't have to... know that they're abusing people. They don't know that they're being abusive. That's they exactly think they're right. being caring. I don't think abusive is the right word that they would hear. I don't right. think you that can that go. Word. No, their they brain. can't. No, you can't use that word. No. But but so so there's what doesn't happen is the separation. So you have to engage them in a rapprochement of coming and going with you as the secure right. base. Exactly. And that takes a long time. It takes a very long time. And the covert abuse comes up much later in the therapeutic yeah, process because they can't even recognize covert. Well, well because, they're, because the self isn't fully in it's not there. Developed. It's not there yet. So it has exactly. to emerge to be able to step out and go, oh, what was that? Those and, kind, and you yeah. have to even create sometimes a level of self that they can even recognize mm-hmm. because think, they're so immersed. I think you're doing you're, – you're, this is the kind of stuff you've been talking about the last couple of times you and I have spoken and been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think Bob is still very frustrated with this. 
this kind of stuff. He does not like it. I no. Here's yeah. what I think. I don't. They're not going to stop because they're told that that's loving your child. The whole society does that. I see it. I'm at the Mount Washington School. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's yeah. it's wrong mm-hmm. what's going on in parenting in America, mm-hmm. and no one is saying it's wrong. What, then describe what you mean so people can look at their own stuff. And- like uh, Elvis had some Christmas recital. Like, who the fuck cares? It's like the nineteenth one I've been to. Yeah. Every father took off work. Mm. Every mother took off work. If you weren't there in that room, you're not a good parent. Mm-hmm. In a social kind of ostracized like and and if somebody wasn't there, I watched gals and guys ask where that other parent was. Mm-hmm. Working. Mm-hmm. Who fucking cares they're singing a peanut song. But but it's it's crazy that the, the- And they all videotape it with iPads too. The, oh yeah, the, the other the other <laughs> for, part of the for what reason? The, the Are other, you going to really watch that? The well, other end performances though, are an issue. I don't think like I mean I get what you're saying, but I don't think that's the representation that I'm talking about. No, this is parents not being parents. So I'll give you the example. Who did we do recitals to? You're a little younger. Who mm-hmm. was in the room when you had a, a recital? The other students. Sometimes, yeah. That's who was in the recitals that I sang in. Parents, maybe at a nighttime but, but one fair, that was a one-time well, big you, event. You do them once a year or something. Yeah, sort one of a time. Holiday this thing, is every whatever. month or every yeah. two months. There's well, like I mean, some... I my daughter performs. She's a perform- yeah. performer, and I go to one of the shows. I can't go to all of them, right? But I go to one of them, That's right? Right? Yeah. Or I go to the one on Saturday. Right, but I don't. I can't go to all of them. But now she's got a lead role, so I'm going to try to go to all of them. Is that what you're talking about? No, that's she's a performer, and you're right. supporting her as an artist. Right. I'm talking about just basic okay, elementary just school like, bullshit, okay, gotcha. and all parents are there all the time. Okay, Opening right. day of kindergarten, mm-hmm. there wasn't enough room in the kindergarten class For because the there parents. was 22 kids and and. Eight, you know, what's 44 weird, Bob, parents. What's uh-huh. weird is on the other yeah. end, though, the schools complain the parents aren't involved enough. So either not I don't enough hear, or too much. One or the I other. don't hear any school super, uh, person that I've dealt with at Wonderland, Mount Washington, think neighborhood the, schools saying parents look, aren't involved Think enough. of the schools. Nobody's saying this. Look at the schools, dude. About. Look at the schools you're talking about. High end. Yes. You're, the, the people you're talking about are people who Is there, is there a lack afford. of volunteers at your school? You know, she's yes. the leader of a, tr- a charter school. No, no, I was a founding parent. Yes, there was a lack of people to show up. Yeah, you're sure. talking about re- rarefied air, Bob. This, these that's guys a, that's, have the, they can't white privilege take problems. off work. <laughs> I couldn't take that's off work. Time, that's the second time Ooh, today he said I, I'm white privileged. Oh. This, you know, this is because well, my daughter uh, drills this into my head. <laughs> Right, so. for, yeah, my daughter too. Right? Oh, oh God, they would love each other. Over it. Your daughter, Jeez. my daughter, would love each other. A white privilege, blah blah blah. Well, you're, you're lucky you're not a man. Oh, male white oh yeah, yeah, that's the, really yeah, nasty bad, right bad, now. Bad. No, but so, so I think it's just get to the back to the assembly thing. I think it may. I was in choir and and band, right? 
it mattered to me that the fucking sixth graders were there. Mm-hmm. It made me nervous. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the, I remember we did the Hallelujah Chorus one time, and my mom came. And I remember being embarrassed. Like, I hope no one oh, yeah, knows she's true. my mother. Yeah. But when the kids were there, I was fucking nervous. Like, you're not going to fuck up, are you? Yeah. And it, you know what I mean? <laughs> because it's your you're peers like you're that. performing Here's for. Here's another question. Here's one for you guys. How can I help my 75-year-old mother who suffers from anxiety, osteoarthritis, possibly lupus, which she does not have? Right, because um, she's 70. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. exactly, 275. Yeah. Uh, help her get off Norco and Xanax. She truly believes that she needs both for pain and anxiety. She stays <laughs> within the prescribed parameters, however, is always anxious and in pain. Mm-hmm. I, I get very withdrawal. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. I get very philosophical. No, I never want to get people like that off. Right. I had a doctor. I'm yeah. with you. I had a doctor who was same thing, 75. And I met, it's actually somebody we all know, father in law. Yeah. And I met with him and I said, You've been taking the same amount of of benzos for 25 years. Yeah. You're in withdrawals all the time. That's why you're feeling the way you're feeling. He was yeah. w- wandering around and kind of didn't know where he was. Well, but that, no, that's, that's Alzheimer's too, that's right? 70, that's, as you age, that's what benzos do to the brain. But yeah. also agitated, irritable, mm-hmm. almost punched the, the son-in-law. That's all but benzos that's, too. That, but that's almost – but that's also like people who have not – progressed and connected to their geriatric sort of communities their, and their geriatric <laughs> states oh doctors yes. never want to so yes. but i but yes. it turned out he had been <laughs> self-administering oh, for 25 years i said why don't you call a doctor that you like and go to him and say, right. is this the right amount of That's right. Those Have somebody else on? manage it. Because he right. was like 78. Yeah. As soon as yeah. you get 80, people are on opiates. Yeah. And just enough stay that they don't it. hurt themselves. But stay on slow. and get the minimum dose necessary. And But the benzo part, as you age, really starts to become a problem. Mostly from the standpoint of, of cognition and My irritability and stuff like that. My grandmother was on Xanax yeah. for 20 Plus years, yeah. we she cognitively developed so much Trouble. symptoms. Yeah. She literally became, you know, incapacitated. Totally incapacitated. What would you guys do for her? Anything? Just let it be. Seroquel. We yeah. we moved to Seroquel, but work? the doctors were so freaked out by the Seroquel because of the heart condition, yeah. because of these right. geriatric was so different from anything that I've no, ever that's done. Correct. That's correct. So they were really low doses, but my grandmother had dementia. Mm-hmm. But the onset of the dementia came with the benzos, yep. and so you couldn't tell what. And sometimes was it goes to minimal cognitive change too, minimal cognitive impairment, and that is enough to make them look demented with the benzos. Was the other thing? You, but well, she's she describing. had classic though type of dementia where she saw little animals mm-hmm. and children. Well, little animals and children. Turns out that's the, as you ate. Did she have vision problems? Yes. Yeah, macular degeneration. Macular, yes. They see they see little animals and horses, people on horseback. Yes, that's what that's she the, saw. That's the macular degeneration. That's not her uh, cognition. Okay, so, so that wasn't even cognition. But, yeah. but get back right? to this person. The drugs <laughs> yeah. they're taking aren't working for the anxiety and pain. They need Xanax. to go to a doctor and try something else. Right. The point is, but the point is, the the, the, the philosophical issue is this: I, we don't approach this as addiction anymore. No, at that point, yeah, you're you're not recommended to get that person off drugs. Not 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 you, at that. Maybe the Xanax or maybe on something different or whatever. But yes, that's generally the, the the correct answer. Okay, we have another family crisis here. Okay. Okay. okay, so Sandy's been asking a bunch of questions and everybody wants to know. Okay, so 
What's the definition of trauma? What your opinion of a divorced mother who takes her six-year-old son out to a bar trolling? And then the last one was, what do you say to a 12-year-old who found private photos of you and his stepmother who shared photos with his friends? Wait, hold on here. So this is the same person. (laughs) Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So the the six-year-old going going to a bar Was this person as a six-year-old going to the bar with his mother? Is that what he's saying? Uh, It says, want your opinion of a divorced mother who takes her six-year-old son to a hotel bar. Okay. Hotel bar. I call that woman ill (laughs) and the child traumatized. Yes. Yes. That is highly traumatic. What is your definition of trauma? That is trauma. That is highly traumatic. I used to go to the bar with my dad. It was pretty fun. And look at what happened to you. (laughs) Yeah, and it worked pretty well. Exactly. But but you hear what she said, trolling for men. That's even more. That's covert. Covert sexual abuse. That's covert. That's the covert sexual abuse. Yes, exactly. And then what do you say to a 12-year-old who found private photos of you and his stepmother who shared <laughs> photos with his friends. Wait, of, of you? I don't know. I, I can't put it this together. This happens more often. Let me help you. It, All right. Maybe it's so, describe you ever it. heard of an iCloud? Yeah. This stuff is causing this kind of trouble. Okay. Everywhere. All right. Okay. Right? It okay. sounds like one issue is that one stepmother is sharing photos yes. with the child's friends. Yes. Covert sexual abuse. More, it's the, probably the no, same person. No, I think the kid found yeah. him and he's sharing them that's with his an, friends. But that's another issue. That's a different issue. Right. But I think it's probably the same woman in both cases. That's Our feed's a little, it lags behind oh, okay. a little bit. So okay. we're going we're gonna to wait and hear if okay. she responds, but maybe you answered the iCloud a iCloud is a dangerous thing, Drew. Yeah, I get that. Listen, the internet, listen, the whole social media thing. And I feel like if people... Or maybe after she went to the bar and got drunk, she accidentally showed the pictures no, to I'm, the 12-year-old son. But, but, uh, right. Regardless of if it's an accident or not, it's still trauma. Yeah. yeah Doesn't true. matter what condition the parent is in. No, I'm trying I to love... hold the parents responsible for this iCloud. So it right. happened to me in the negative. I saw something I shouldn't have seen. When? It's it's heartbreaking. You okay. just don't yeah. want to see it, right? Yeah. 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 So here's the answer. So that somehow this is this, and it happened to another friend of mine sure. in New York, where the 16 year old daughter mm-hmm. all of a sudden pictures of her and her this boyfriend. Is, this is why you oh. don't do the you sex can't, thing? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I no, think but the it's just any photo you take with your phone will load into the yeah, iCloud. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think the 12 year old found the pictures and is showing his her. Yeah. Phone. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm telling no you, this stuff is happening all the time. Yes. And nobody's yes. talking about it yeah that's bad mm. yeah well everybody well everybody's phones are connected with their computers yes and comp- connected so you have to yes. like not do that don't be them. taking pictures of yourself without clothes on i yeah. don't know why people <laughs> like to do that yeah i don't either i mean it, it is a real issue it's traumatizing it is trauma however it happens but let's when, talk about pornography tra- for a second when, oh. 12 year olds are already seeing pornography on the internet yeah that's more traumatizing than we don't even this know. Situation. Yes, we don't even know the full effect of that yet. Uh, uh, well, but do you remember when you were in the sex addiction show? No, wait a minute. Yes. No, it was, it was, it was, we have one. When, when one of our patients showed Mary Carey some pictures of himself? Yes. I, that to me was when that happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is he doing? Who knew? That was the beginning of a whole. <laughs> oh, a I whole, knew. Well, you knew what that was then? <laughs> of course. I'd never even heard of that until he I've did that. I've been around sex addicts my whole Well, yeah, I guess that's a lot of but, sex but, but, but the point is that. I mean, I call it addiction. Somebody I know, else calls it pathology. I don't know. What is but it? But he was doing something that every 19 year old does now. Yes. Which is weird. I just think that parents aren't stopping themselves and thinking, I'm a parent. They're. Acting like teenagers a lot of time, like the, I, yeah. I see it a lot. Yes, where they definitely. want their freedom. Well, and teenager, and, okay. And, a guy and named, I'm a parent. There's a guy no, named, you're a parent all the time. The guy teenage named, shit has to go. Guy named Jordan Peterson talks about this a lot, and he really thinks particularly men 
are underdeveloped. We are just we are the nar- narcissism is a primitive personality state. It's an underdeveloped personality, and we're mm-hmm. we're staying in these sort of Peter Pan modes. Mm-hmm. We're staying children. We're staying adolescent. Mm-hmm. We're not becoming fully engaged. You want to know adults. why I think it is? Because I've ta- I've dealt with a lot of my peers, let's say my friends, depression. When when. Men hit their 45, uh, 45, yeah, but 50, if you're not developed by the time ha- you're 25. They have, no, they, they revert back to prior behaviors where they felt more alive and more 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 alive is what I well, described I would, as more than that's anything. That's narcissism. That's, I'm, I'm old and depressed and I yeah. can't find meaning anymore. So, so I mean, I get by a motorcycle. That's exactly. Yeah, I'm going to be 25 and deny my age and that's narcissism. Writ large. No, but wasn't it called midlife crisis before? Yeah. I think it's going on now. It was called that, and it was bullshit. It was strictly okay. assholes who are narcissistic. Well, most who of my friends are kind of that you know, way. Th- that was that was always an excuse for horrible behavior. Midlife crisis. And by the have way, have you witnessed it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. But, you, but do you agree from... with me that men are sort of underdeveloped a little bit? I, and I women do. then be, women become then aggressive and dominating, trying to get men to join join to, the adult to, population. Yeah, yeah, to, but to I become think, adult. Uh, yeah, that yeah. and then it has like a codependency flavor yep, to yep, it yep, yep, that yep. that develops out of that. Can I ask a question? Yeah. yeah. Can you answer that woman's question? What to say to a twelve year old? Who's get help. No, no, get, get, no, get, get, I, I get help. Would, yeah, I, I would, would get, say that might like need to help? go into family therapy, yeah. right? Yeah. To not, discuss that. That's not a parenting issue. That he is a mental health issue. talk to somebody. Yeah, you need to get a, somebody but either I guarantee family you, therapist or a porn, too, for sure. It's not by accident he found those photos. It's not by accident he found the photos. And clean up your phone and clean up your photos and and you know and also I mean, but don't like try to sweep it under the rug like it didn't happen. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a big mistake. But but I don't trust I, I don't think that average person knows how to deal with that. No, no, I think it definitely that. needs a therapy a therapist involved. Here's a good one. How do I get a judge to court no. Yes, to court order my son to rehab. Currently in jail for the seventh time in four years. Goes back to stealing, so he has money for drugs. Put him in the rehab three years ago. Walked out two weeks later. Please help me. Where at? Where does uh, the person live? Can't tell from this. Well, you can try uh, to get... Area code, uh, no. Drug court. 209. What's area code 209? 209. Don't know. Yeah, look it up. But, but yeah, drug court. Um, but, you know... If the if the judge were going to mandate court order treatment, it's got to be like a year or two. Yeah, it's got to be a, a long a few, term. Yeah, not yeah. a couple of months. That won't yeah. do it, and and maybe even three or four years. And and in some states, they have good in prison rehab treatments. You know, Where? Like in, Indiana. Indiana is amazing stuff. Well, good because Indiana is going bat down the rabbit hole from meth. Meth, violent crimes are yeah. up. Um, Indiana's actually experiencing incredible crisis mm-hmm. in, uh, you know. I went the, over there. The What's doing? That's border. like Modesto, Stockton, okay. uh, Lake Arrowhead area. So in California, there's we drug don't court have up there in custody, but we don't have good in custody no, no programs. No I mean, I, I, we need I, in custody. I'm going to look more into what you've heard about Ohio because I haven't heard that. I went uh, – Amber, who was one of the teen moms, was yeah, arrested. Yeah, there's like 40 beds oh, and no, she's a happened? celebrity, right? No, hold on. She was arrested for fentanyl. She actually threw herself on the court and said, I'm going to die if you don't put me in prison. Put her in for five years. Year one, she found her way into a program. And yeah, was, it's like 40 beds. Uh, in this one prison, which is a relatively That's small big. prison. There's 10,000 people dying no, every I understand, six but, months. But the, the quality of care there was exceptional. Good. Is exceptional. there something up with her right now, Amber? New boyfriend, they're worried about it, blah, blah, blah. 
That's what she I'm isn't hearing. using. I'm going to see them in a I couple. I saw an email. I'm going to see them in what, March. So those pilot programs that place are having, they do have them. We have one here in Linwood Jail. It's like 80. So bags. what does she do? What does she do? Good. Find a judge that's sympathetic. Right? Long term prison. What, what do you? There are there are programs I mean, in California prisons. Yeah, but not, I think we need more information on what the drugs are. There violent crimes. What kind of crimes are being committed? It sounds it like just, might it just be, uh, but it might stealing. be mental illness. Mm, it's true. But you know, we don't know what it is from that email. But like why exactly not get how to, to her thing? Them. Here's an interesting thing. In my heart of hearts, if it's mental illness, I got to ride everywhere all the time, and I got to do for my child that has mental illness, mm-hmm. right? If it's a drug addict mm-hmm. and they're grown ass adults, mm-hmm. I don't ride far. Sure. Right? There's too much doing for. These yeah. drug addict kids. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that. So th- maybe the not. Mixing- okay. So a, a, an easy, again, a free service, go to Al Anon and just put I your love ass, put your ass in there. Yeah, yeah put your I ass love in Al-Anon there. For this. And see where it goes and let, let the cards fall. Yeah, but also the, the parents need guidance as to what to say and say, I say, say the same things I said to my kid. Like, I love you. I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't have an answer for you. You know, that kind of honesty. Instead of like, I'm going to fix it. Yeah. But right? that's all Al Anon stuff that's addressed there. Okay, here's a good, here's a good to question. To say Al-Anon. to them? Yeah, here's somebody how to talk on, to them. on two milligrams a day of Suboxone. Uh-huh. Thing is, I've been out for seven years. Okay. It's horrible. Uh-huh. I hate it, okay. but it's better than what I was doing. She was yeah. an opiate addict. Okay. I guess I have a love-hate relationship. Uh, right. She's listening. Uh, Suboxone, I've come to realize that I might be taking it forever. That's true. She might be taking it forever. She she's functioning and okay. I mean, it's not, it's not something I'm interested in because... It's not a thriving existence for her. It's kind of right. a, she's aware well, that she she's says not, she's miserable. She's not her full self, her yeah. full potential, but it's better than what she was doing. Okay. She wants to know about kratom and using that. It's like no, 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 don't, no, do no. don't do that. Don't do that. No, I would suggest that as somebody on two milligrams, right, mm-hmm. should enlist in a twelve-step program, get a sponsor, yep. start working the steps, yep. and come off of that if possible. Slowly, if possible. slowly. Come well, off of it. Well, how two? You're pretty much t- no. You start cut cutting them. them. Yeah, okay. cut them. All right. Cut them and then take a day off. Cut them. Yep. Take a day yes, off. Yes, yes. And and really elongate that out. Have the social support network available all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you may need some other medications like some clonidine. When you get off it. When yeah. you get off it completely, and, clonidine, and, some and gabapentin. Be aware that you're going to be. Different when you get off, and yes. you're going to have to really rely on that program. You've been exactly, but establish the program first, okay. Okay. So like, and move into that. It's good. Yeah, this how, may take may take six months to a year. It absolutely may yeah. take six. Here's months to how a, year. a guy that I know that got off it described it. So you're going along. You were like this, yeah, all over the place, like yeah. this, yeah, yeah. And you've been going along like this for like three or four years, mm-hmm. and you get off of it. Mm-hmm. And it goes like this. Right. That's right. And he was well. Describe what the, we're on a te- we're on a podcast. What did you just he, do? You were showing a, up and it's down. It's an emotional dip. It's a it's a existential angst. It's a it's a it's what a is life about? It's yeah. kind of depression. It's anhedonia. Yeah. And then, you know, the steps that he had worked on Suboxone weren't working for him. Not quite down in the dip part. Right. And he started to become disillusioned. I was like, dude, don't, it's not the AA's fault. Right. You're on, you've gone off a drug. It's a profound drug. It, we still don't know even how, all its effects on us. And it could be a rough year. 
And it's, it's, yeah. it's going to be a I rough said year. Six yeah. Just yeah. I said six months. I said six months. Don't say a year. If I were talking to the patient, I'd say the same thing. Yeah, six months. And you're already been through two. Three to six. Like three more months, you're going to be feeling better. Ish. All right, Miss Producer, are we okay here to wrap it up? Okay, our Facebook okay. Live dies. So that that's a, that will be a sign unto us. Okay. Uh, thank you to Shelly. Thanks to our, our friends at Bergamot and Hydrolite. Give, give your your program. Oh, yeah. Bel Air Treatment. Bel Air Treatment. Do you have a website Bel-Air or anything? Bel Air Valley Detox. Um, <laughs> what's our website, Bel Air? Bel Air? What's, uh, do you have a personal Twitter or something that people com. can follow you and tweet you and stuff? No, I don't. Nothing like that. No, but if here's the deal. If Good. you want to get off drugs and you want to find Shelly, go to Sepulveda and Sunset <laughs> and then drive up north towards to the Getty Moraga. and look for all the cigarette smoke. You'll find it. She has 80 clients. I know. I've been there. there. I've been there. They're on the it's other crazy. side. They're on the other side from the, oh, the freeway. Getty. Yeah, they're yeah. opposite side from the Getty. But Sepulveda's on that side. Oh, I see. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Great to have you as always. I to come back. Thank you so much. You're going to have your own show. I'm so excited about all of these new things that we could talk about right yeah right and i think and i think i i feel like people are coming to podcast for m- more elaboration of the truth yeah what we're what, what we what we're but experiencing I, I in life i don't mm-hmm. mean just our podcast i've noticed lots of people are because oh, okay. because media doesn't provide any information anymore the educational system is sort of fly. people are coming to people are hungry for real info and they're coming to podcast for sort of long term long form Conversation exploration okay. of, of things, you know, right. by people that know what they're That's talking why about. Shelly needs one. So, okay. all of you at Facebook Live, all of you that listening, email email Susan that she has to have a Shelly podcast on the right. Drew Network. All right. Done, okay. Done. All right. We'll see all right. you next time. Good night. Bye. There you go. Bye. Well, we're so pleased to have Hydrolite back. Hydrolite is something that. We and my family use just about every day, and it is simply the best oral rehydration product I have ever seen. And there are many reasons you should keep some around. I got the flu. I relied on Hydrolite because I knew it would rehydrate me the way an IV fluid would. We all have heard about the flus and the diarrheas, and they all knock you out. Staying well hydrated is critical to getting over these conditions. Even if you manage to avoid getting infected, your schedule is half as busy as mine. Getting eight glasses of water a day isn't likely to happen. And you don't need it if you've got the proper hydration product, Hydrolite. That is the beauty. Whether you're sick or not, you can absolutely benefit from proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water. Hydrolite does this better than a sports drink or water alone. That's right, better. And it comes in great flavors like orange, berry, lemonade. It's available in a pre-mixed powder. Of my personal preference, the little effervescent tablets you can simply drop in a bottle of water or a glass of water, and you're done. You got it, and you are rehydrated. And compared to sports drinks, Hydrolite delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. I know. Don't buy into the hype of the brands. Use Hydrolite. It's a better product. I'm telling you, I had intended to invent it. They got there first, so I'm all behind them. Hydrolite solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. Order Hydrolite today at hydrolite.com slash drdrew. That is hydrolite.com slash drdrew. And for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolite. We actually buy in bulk in our family. So we're going to click through. Believe me, just click the banner on my site and use the code DrDrew18. That is D-R-D-R-E-W-18. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. The Dr. Drew podcast, the This Life podcast, and the Adam and Drew podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. 
And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's news. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live.